Welcome to this podcast episode of Narcissists in Divorce, The Narcissist Trap. I'm Dr. Supriya McKenna. I'm a former family doctor, but my life's true work is working with people who have fallen prey to narcissistic relationships of any kind. But I'm particularly busy in the area of divorce. Over the last few years, I've been very proud to become an Amazon best-selling author on the subject of narcissism, and my brand new book, Narcissists in Divorce, From Love Locked to Leaving, is out right now on Amazon. That's the first book in the Narcissists in Divorce series, and the follow-on to that will be out in the spring, and that's called Narcissists in Divorce, From Leaving to Liberty. And please do note that although I use the word divorce, these books are equally applicable to anyone leaving a serious intimate relationship with a narcissist, whether they are married or not. I also have a book out called The Narcissist Trap, The Mind-Bending Pull of the Great Pretenders. And that book might be useful in helping the people around you who are supporting you to understand more about what happened to you and about narcissism generally. I'm also the co-author with British divorce lawyer Karen Walker of Narcissism and Family Law, a practitioner's guide. And between us, Karen and I have trained thousands of family law professionals in narcissistic personality disorder, including judges, lawyers, mediators and social workers. For further narcissism resources from me, please do visit thelifedoctor.org or drsapria.com. And that web address has the doctor fully spelt out. Supriya, how do you think um, that the spouse of a narcissist can best prepare themselves for um, engaging in the process of divorce? There's a very big answer to that because there are so many specific behaviours that they're going to be subjected to um, at the hands of their narcissistic spouse that they, they really do need to be mentally prepared for what's, what's to come. There's a whole chapter um, in our book on this. They need to understand that the narcissistic individual is going to be suffering from narcissistic injury and that that means that they're going to respond to their narcissistic injury at having been left by the spouse or having lost the spouse. They're going to respond to that narcissistic injury in really very predictable ways but awful ways, the likes of which uh, their spouse may not have seen before. So is it useful for them to look for some kind of support through the process, some sort of emotional support? That It definitely is. Most people would say that therapy is the way forward, and therapy is great. They will be having emotional problems as a result of this, but possibly therapy isn't specific enough or should be used um, in conjunction with something else. Um, and, of course, as someone that does this for a job and supports people who are going through this process, I would recommend someone who can actually give them targeted specific support and help because it needs really to be somebody who knows what's coming and can can just uh, prepare them for it and support them through it and actually have some tips and, and tricks and strategies as well to sort of shield them and get them through what's coming their way. I mean the narcissist has a sense of entitlement so they're going to want absolutely everything and they're, they're going to want their spouse to get nothing and they'll they'll be prepared to fight dirty for it this might mean for example they might deliberately reduce their earnings or invent an illness which means they can't work or reduce their work hours so that they can reduce their income and therefore the amount of maintenance that they'll need to to pay to their spouse they'll have a wish to annihilate their spouse and again 
the spouse won't be ready for that, no matter how um, how difficult their relationship has been with the narcissist. This is a level that will be ramped up. They, they might have had level four narcissism, but they're going to get level 10 narcissism. They're going to be financially annihilated, emotionally annihilated, spiritually annihilated, or that's going to be the attempt of their, their uh, narcissistic spouse. They're going to try to wear them down to capitulation. And so would you say that one of the things that the, um, the spouse of a narcissist needs to do is identify in their own mind whether actually getting out of this relationship as quickly as they can um, has a value to them, which perhaps is beyond achieving the best possible financial settlement. Absolutely. And, and is that something that they need to be prepared to discuss with their lawyer? Absolutely. I think that they need to have a bottom line, which is worked out on the basis that there's a they need to come out with their sanity mm-hmm. they need to come out with their sanity so that they're in a better place once the divorce is over to actually heal from the abuse and they do need to heal from the abuse so I, that they can that move forwards and actually start their lives perhaps find a new partner if that's what they want to do and just begin again in a healthy way from a healthy place and I suppose that's why it's quite important that the lawyer whom they instruct has an understanding of what it is that they are dealing with because um, generally speaking lawyers will want to achieve the best possible Mm. outcome for their client Um, but where one's dealing with the spouse of a narcissist actually that best possible outcome might be best in a variety of different ways one of which is getting out of this situation sooner rather than later. Definitely. The, the, the quicker the process, the less opportunity the narcissistic individual has to abuse the spouse through the process and the better able the spouse is going to be to, to heal and get on with their lives afterwards. So there is a, a cost to that. Um, there's a cost to trying to achieve the very best financial outcome um, to the emotional welfare of the spouse and that has to be factored in. And you've talked about um, the narcissist sort of drawing everybody involved into their playlist or way of behaving Mm. and say that it's not only their spouse that they're, if you like, playing games with, but within this process, which probably they will quite enjoy, um, they've got the opportunity to look to possibly manipulate their spouse's lawyer, Mm. even perhaps their own lawyer. Mm. Um, So lots of narcissistic supply going on Mm. within this process, which actually particularly, you talked about narcissistic injury, if they feel personally damaged by the the rejection or loss of their spouse, actually maintaining the divorce process for as long as they can Mm. is quite a good objective from their perspective. And Similarly, the converse is it's very damaging Mm. to the person who's extricating themselves from the relationship. Mm. This whole process is a fantastic place for a narcissist to get narcissistic supply. There's so many things going on. There's a lot of drama. There's conflict. There's attention. They can play the victim and have lots of people outside of the process give them sympathy, bring them meals, wipe away their tears. Actually, you would think that once a relationship was over, the couple would want to go their separate ways as quickly as possible um, with minimum fallout. But that's not what the narcissist wants. They want to keep their spouse engaged in the process for as long as possible because they're getting lots of supply from the process. But also, their spouse was probably their biggest source of narcissistic supply. And so to kind of keep them in play for as long as they can, they don't want to lose that person in many ways. It's a sort of can't live with you, can't live with, without you 
type of situation. So the process will want to be unnecessarily protracted by the narcissist. So don't be surprised and be prepared for that and make contingencies for that. Try to find the way out that can be as quick as possible, knowing that the narcissistic individual is going to try to just draw things out for as long as possible. And so I guess um, part of the being prepared to become divorced is making sure that you instruct a lawyer who understands what you're dealing with so that you form a team and are able to deal with this together. Mm. Um, that it, it's about um, positioning yourself in terms of your negotiation so that it's not just a monetary negotiation, yeah. there are other objectives and identifying what those are and evaluating what's most important to mm. you and, mm. and, and being able to do that early on in the process mm. and then sticking to it. Yeah, I mean, there are methods of that. Uh, we, we describe various things that you can try um, in the book, various techniques to try to work out what it is that you really want, what you really want from the future, how you really see yourself. And it's very difficult for people who've been uh, suffering at the hands of a narcissist for a long time to actually know what they want because often they've taken on the wants of the narcissist. Very often they've, they've subjugated their needs for the narcissistic individual. So they don't even really know what they need or what they want. They might think they know, but then they realise that they've taken on the wants and needs of, of the narcissist. Um, and how much of that is actually relevant to them now in this situation, in this new phase of their life? So it's really important to think about what you're willing to let go of, what is important to you, who you are as a person, rediscovering who you are. I mean, there's so much more to this process than just a straightforward divorce and going your separate ways and dividing up the money. It just is a massive journey for the, the spouse of the narcissist. It's a journey of self-discovery yeah. because you have put yourself last very, very often when, when you've been with a narcissist. And perhaps recognising why it was, or trying to recognise why it was that you were attracted to the narcissist in the first place, mm. um, which may be um, particularly important um, when endeavouring to ensure that you don't become attracted to the self-same type of person all over again mm. once you've removed yourself from this relationship, about, mm. about um, finding out what it is about you that has caused you to be in this situation mm. and ensuring it's not repeated yeah because I think particularly during the divorce process you've realized that perhaps you were never loved by the narcissist and so you're possibly looking for a new relationship to sort of almost as a band-aid a sticking plaster to stop the pain and you need to be very very careful about that if you haven't identified what it was about yourself and what it was about the narcissist that made you these these two parts of this this jigsaw puzzle that fit together uh, perfectly if you haven't worked out what those factors are you will be drawn in most likely to another relationship which will be a difficult one and to have stereo narcissism during your divorce a narcissist on each side is just disastrous and of course the new narcissist won't look like the old narcissist no. and they won't behave anything like on the surface the old narcissist. They'll be love bombing you, they'll be supporting you in your divorce, they'll be coming to meetings with your solicitor, they may be over-involved, they may be rescuing you and you may need rescuing and there's all sorts of things that may be going on with this new narcissistic partner that you and you're likely to be attracting that type at this point in your life. So you have to be super aware and probably 
stay away from having a relationship at all mm. during the divorce process. I was going to ask that. Do you think that actually while you are removing yourself from this very difficult relationship, staying on your own, even though, uh, you know, naturally if you've been put through the the, um, the idolise and then devalue and then discard um, phase and, and it, that, that's been on a sort of circular basis mm. through a long period of time for you, when you are in that devaluation stage, having somebody new to make you feel better about yourself mm. is obviously um, something that you might look for and mm. hope for. But um, but actually, part of your preparation may need to be to deal with this on your own and be mm-hmm. able to deal with it mm-hmm. on your own and to have the team or the structure around you that enables you f- to facilitate that, making your own decisions mm-hmm. unfettered by anyone else that might be drawn into your life and also deal with the healing process for you as a person. Mm. Well, the, the expression, you find the person whose teeth fit your wounds, um, is applicable here, I think, because unless you've had time to actually identify those wounds and heal them over, the next person that comes along will also fit, their teeth will also fit. And those wounds, wounds are still gaping and, yes. and in, in need of attention, yes, as exactly, it were. Exactly, exactly. So this is an opportunity actually to to heal them over for once and for all. My brand new book, Narcissists in Divorce, From Love Locked to Leaving, is out now. For more information and online courses about narcissism, please do check out my websites, thelifedoctor.org or drsapria.com.